You're listening to AIB Market Talk with our latest financial market update. Hello and welcome to our monthly podcast covering the latest releases of the AIB-sponsored Irish Manufacturing and Services PMIs. My name is Cormac Canan from AIB Treasury and I'm joined by Oliver Mangan, AIB Chief Economist, to discuss the October PMI surveys. So, so Oli, uh, starting with the Manufacturing PMI, the October reading of 50.3 is slightly higher from September's figure of 50. However, it is well below the recent peak of July, which was 57.3. What is the data telling us and uh, what is the outlook for the rest of quarter four? Yeah, I suppose the, the sector is, is treading water. At least the, the, the index increased back up to expansion territory, 50.3, up from 50 in, a, in September. Um, you know, when we look at the details of the survey, they show output was largely unchanged in the month. Um, there was a slight decline in, in orders, and a lot of that was down to COVID restrictions being mentioned by respondents. The sector remains weakish enough overall. I mean, there was a continued decline in backlogs of unfulfilled orders. Uh, and, you know, you can see caution in the sector as well, because we see a continued decline, both the stock of inputs and the stocks of finished products. So, you know, manufacturers running quite uh, tight inventory lines. Now, there were good points in the survey. Um, employment actually rose. And that's only the third increase in the past 12 months. So that's a very welcome development and maybe shows a bit more confidence uh, in the sector that manufacturers are actually uh, adding to their workforces. Output prices also rose in the month, uh, edged higher. And on a 12-month view, that's one of the questions they're asked. Firms generally remain positive on a 12-month view, maybe with the hope of a, of a arrival of a vaccine. But overall, you know, 50, 50.3, that's quite a soft reading for the sector. It shows, you know, demand is subdued. It is being impacted by the weakness in the international economy with renewed lockdowns and what have you, or renewed restrictions come back into play. Uh, uh, and I suppose you describe the business conditions as soft at the present time, which is not surprising given the pickup in COVID cases that we saw over the course of October. Uh, looking at the um, October services PMI, uh, the, remed- the reading remains below 50, Ali, at 48.3, yeah. but it is up from September's 45.8. What has been happening in the services sector in October, and uh, what is the outlook in this crucial sector for the rest of the year? Yeah, well, any reading below 50 uh, signals a contraction output. So what we can say in, in the services sector is activity continued to contract, but marginally at a much slower pace than in, um, than in September. Uh, and there's no doubt that the rising number of new cases of COVID, the reimposition of restrictions on activity has a far more negative impact on um, service sector activities than it does on manufacturing. Uh, and indeed, w- the Irish reading came in at 48.3. If we look at the Eurozone as a whole, the index actually fell. It fell down to 46.2, so below the Irish level. So what's going on here is symptomatic. We're seeing that elsewhere in Europe as well. Uh, it, the data point, I think, to what's, what we're really seeing here is, is difficult business conditions. If you look at the details of the survey, um, we're seeing a continuing fall in new business, new business orders, etc., uh, and weakness in demand, and very much being attributed to uh, the reposition of restrictions with the rising number of new uh, COVID-19 cases. Um, backlogs of unfulfilled orders are declining. Margins are being squeezed. In other words, input costs are rising faster than output costs. There may well be an ongoing disruption to supply chains there. And uh, unlike in manufacturing, actually, employment continued to contract for the eighth consecutive month in the sector. Um, so that's, you know, that's a, 
a negative enough trend. And then when you delve down and look at the various sectors uh, covered by the survey, you find that those which are hardest hit, and this is not a surprise, but by COVID restrictions, uh, have very weak readings. So the transport, tourism and leisure sector was far, far weaker than, let's say, general business services, financial services, or, or, the, te- or the telecom sector. Uh, much weaker, weaker readings there. Um, again, reflecting the imposition or reimposition of restrictions on activity. Remember, we're at level three here for much of uh, October and then moving to uh, level five. So, uh, you know, it's a weak enough survey. Not as weak as in September. It's similar to the data we're seeing in the Eurozone. Now, you asked me about the outlook for the rest of the year. I mean, we've gone into lockdown now. Uh, the UK is going into lockdown tomorrow. Uh, we have seen lockdowns uh, come in, in across Europe, in France, in Germany, parts of Spain, etc. So this will hit the services sector hard over the course of, of November. So we can expect very weak readings uh, from the services PMI index when we get it uh, in early December. Now, hopefully, the, 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 the restrictions are lifted uh, uh, for December, which is a key month in terms of consumer spending uh, in the run-up to Christmas. Uh, and we see a bounce back in um, activity. But, you know, while the COVID pandemic remains with us, while the virus remains active, it seems to me we are going to see this pickups in some months, then sharp declines if restrictions are reimposed. It's a very uncertain business environment. It means continuing difficult business training conditions for the service sector in particular, and especially in those industries that are hard hit by uh, the restrictions. We're talking about, again around discretionary consumer spending. So the leisure industry, the travel industry, the tourism industry. Uh, the non-essential retail side of the economy, some personal services, etc. So it is a challenging and difficult business environment. And um, you know what we're seeing here is we saw we saw I suppose a deep recession in the first half of the year, particularly in the second quarter. Then a very strong rebound in activity over the um, uh, over the summer. Uh, but that set rebound losing momentum in September, particularly and also in October. And now we've been hit by a lockdown in November. So we're going to have a weak quarter four or final quarter of the year. So unfortunately, the strong rebound in activity we saw uh, both here and elsewhere during quarter three has not been sustained and has been interrupted by the reemergence of the virus. And it could well be that until we see a vaccine become widely available and, and a successful vaccine at that, that that's what we're facing. Um, you know, periods when economies open up, economies bounce back, then the virus re-emerges and we have to reimpose restrictions. So what's called warning lockdowns. Uh, and hopefully over the course of next year, uh, we do see uh, at least one, if not multiple vaccines rolled out that help bring the um, pandemic under control and allow a, I suppose, a more sustained recovery in activity and robust recovery in activity to take hold. I suppose the, the surveys are weak, but one thing I will say on an optimistic note is that at least uh, over the summer, you know, the signs there, Economic activity can rebound strongly with high levels of personal savings, with stability of government policies, with very low interest rates, very accommodative monetary policies. So economies can bounce back, but really uh, for a sustained upturn to take place, we require um, to, to get well, to, to bring the pandemic under control and see the virus in, in treat on a sustained basis. And I'd say that probably requires a vaccine.
Ollie, thank you for your thoughts and thanks to our customers for listening. To stay up to date on financial markets, please press the subscribe button to AAB's Market Talk on the podcast apps for iOS or Android. For those customers impacted by COVID-19, you can find details of AAB's support packages at www.aib.ie forward slash COVID-19. Take care and talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of AIB Market Talk. Allied Irish Bank's PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. First Trust Bank is a trademark of AIB Group UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. Allied Irish Bank GB and Allied Irish Bank GB Savings Direct are trademarks used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority.